If you were 25 years old, would you be happy with a 401k? No. And how much does the average baby boomer have today in their 401k? The median would be about 60,000. And they're planning to live off of this. But they're being robbed blind. And your generation is being robbed blind in a 401k. Your recessions always happen. Always. Yeah. Always. Two crashes always happen. Yes. Okay. So just that's when you make the money. So we work our freaking butts off because we have this dream of retiring, living our best life, traveling the world, and eating great food. But what would you do if the day you woke up ready to retire, all that money was stolen from you? This is happening right now, and you could be a victim of Wall Street's crime. There's two kinds of pensions throughout the world, only two. One is like a 401k, defined contribution, which Andy is an expert at. And the second is called defined benefit, <clears throat> which is industrial age pension plans. Mm -hmm. And my co-author is Edward Sedell. He's a former SEC attorney. And he got so sick and tired of watching the teachers, firefighters, and police officers, and labor union guys ripping off the pensions. And the average guy doesn't know that. So they think, oh, I have a, so the, <clears throat> the old guys who have a defined benefit, like the firefighters and teachers, <gasps> I have a defined benefit benefit pension plan. It's a guarantee I'm going to get a pension, but they're being robbed blind. And your generation is being robbed blind in a 401k. So we're not saying don't get a 401k. We don't give it financial advice, but you should have to know how stupid you are to think of that way. That's why I have this program. So this is Andy Tanner. His book is 401 Chaos. Andy, one quick question. If you were 25 years old, would you be happy with a 401k? No. Okay, good. Not cast questions. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Bye. Great Walmart. show. Thanks for having us. That's the show. End of it. We're good yeah. to go. But you don't have a 401k. No. No. Okay. So I want you guys to get that. We're not saying you shouldn't have a 401k. I think we should be aware of why we won't have one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this makes well, me so happy. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting because one of the books that I love as much as Rich Dad Poor Dad is The Cash Flow Quadrant. So if a person understands that, that will help them with, with their decision, right? I mean, if I am an employee, they're going to present me with a 401k plan. Mm -hmm. If I'm an investor, that's not going to be, that's not going to be. The I quadrant, right? Yeah, I quadrant. And so. And, and yeah. most, people, most people in the S have. An IRA. I, IRAs. IRAs. Yeah. Except, yeah which you know, is kind steps. of a. It's a different 401k, mm -hmm. but it's for self-employed yeah. people. Mm -hmm. So E's and S's have 401ks and IRAs and SEPs. I wouldn't touch them either. So go ahead. <laughs> the, you know, people, here, here's what's interesting. There's a lot of greed in the world, a lot of it. And if I was in my 20s, right, and, and up and coming and get into life, or if my son, when he gets that age, I'm going to say, son, people want your money. They're going to want it. Uh, your employer wants to give you less of it. That's why they do a 401k instead of a pension. They want to give you mm -hmm. less money. They want to keep most of it. The government wants your money through taxes, right? And the guys who want your money more than anyone else is Wall Street. So I'm not, what I would say is, is just look at both sides. You know, if Robert and I were going to do a business deal together, we'd say, okay, this is what we're going to put in and this is what we hope to get out and this is how it's, you know, may or may not work like that. But you need to know what Wall Street is going to do with that money yeah. and how much Perfect. Wall Street's going to make. When you look at an average person, the, the they're people, average. they'll say, where's their, where, where's their money at? It's in their house, and people think their house is an asset. 
and it's in there. Yeah, for, after the 2008, it was a sub-asset, yeah. sub-prime. <laughs> and then you have your retirement. Mm -hmm. So Wall Street looks at this, and the bankers look at this. Wall Street want, or the bankers want your mortgage, because they're going to charge you interest there. But Wall Street wants your 401k, because they're going to take your fees. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll find that your mortgage is your liability, but it's the bank's asset. Mm -hmm. Your house payment is your expense, but it's the bank's income. Well, your 401k is the Wall Street's asset because the fees you pay is their income. So the person owning the 401k isn't the one actually profiting from, profiting from no. it. It's, the, it's Wall Street. No, you'd be appalled to know how much money Wall Street makes. And look, and get this book, Who Stole My Pension? Yeah. Yeah. The, the school teachers, firefighters, and police officers, they're being ripped off blind. Andy has charts on that. But your, your generation coming out, the reason I'm very hot on this subject is my generation, the baby boomers, were the first ones to have 401ks. Yeah. And how much does the average baby boomer have today in their 401k? Oh, age 55 to 65, uh, the median would be about 60,000. And they're planning to live off of this. For yeah. the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. and, and, and this is important for millennial money because millennials are not, now listen millennials, this is a clue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a clue. Millennials are not 55 to 65. So look, the first generation that shifted into 401ks are now getting ready to retire, yeah. 55, 65 years old. If you look at the median mm -hmm. and you see that there is 60,000 and half the people have less than that, <laughs> and you say, okay, sign me up for that program, you've got to be very, very yeah. smart and very, very but careful. One, one thing that's even worse than that is that's the people with a 401k. Yeah. In America, 50% of Americans don't have a 401k. Have no plan. They don't have a defined contribution and they don't have a defined benefit, the old guy's pension plans. Mm -hmm. This is worldwide. And think about this, this will kind of, it disturbs me. There's approximately 7 billion people on planet Earth today. Mm -hmm. Between 2020 and 2030, 2 billion of the 7 billion will stop working. And they don't have any money. Yeah. So you millennials will go, okay, boomers, what are you gonna do for me now? I says, well, we already screwed you guys. I mean, yeah. what else can we do for you? We put you in these 401ks and we're gonna suck it out via taxes, we have, we have mm -hmm. more debt. I mean, and that's why going to school is a waste of time yeah. if you wanna be rich. They're not gonna tell you this. Yeah. And the choice is yours, that's the good news. Don't think that you have no choice. You mm -hmm. do have a choice, you do. right? And your choice is to be smart, or your choice is to just shy away and listen mm -hmm. to everybody. But you say there's two types of people. People just be, wanna be told what to do, right? Yes. And there's people who are proactive and start learning. You know, what seems my rich dad taught to me. Yeah. Or you can be like poor dad, a PhD. Good, oh, but he's such a good person. He's a school teacher. You know, the school teachers are ripping us off too, your generation, because your generation now has more student loan debt mm -hmm. than yeah. the subprime market of 2008. Yeah. Your school teachers are screwing you. Yeah. That's terrible. Mm -hmm. And you go, oh, I have a college degree. Yeah, you're deeply in debt. You can't buy a house. You put your money in a 401k. You're going to have nothing and, left. And then, you know, f what's that, 5G and driverless cars and. <laughs> It's gonna, you're not gonna have a job on top of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You guys are being led down the path to slaughter. Yeah, so I think that's one of like, my, my questions to, to put things into perspective is, okay, so the average balance of the 401k is around 50 to 60,000, right? That's the median. And so how long can you live off of that? 
Well, that's a question that they should How ask How long could themselves? you live mm -hmm. off today? Yeah. For a year. So that's pretty good. There's Mine's a year. A, month. <laughs> a year, yeah, years is a month. What, what does that Mine's mean? a year what, being you know, Alex, what mm -hmm. does that mean? Well, it's a lot like running a marathon. And mm -hmm. you think the marathon's 26 miles, you know, 26 years of service, 26 years of work. And you think at the end there's a finish line. Well, if you look at the actual numbers, you'll see that most people, the majority of these people in the 401k, the vast majority, are running that marathon and they get to age 65 where they're supposed to quit and they're like, oh, I got another 20 miles to go. So the yeah. idea that a person can just throw money there and everything's gonna be rosy and yeah. fine, there's a lot of risks to ask. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm not gonna tell people what to do. They gotta make their own choices, right, 100%. Only thing I would offer is make an educated choice. Gee, you know, we have the best 10 years we've ever had in the history of the markets. It's been the best 10 years, and yet when you look at the balances, um, you know, someone had to have gotten rich, but it mm -hmm. doesn't look like it's been the 401k participant. It doesn't seem they've kept pace, and yeah. that hasn't been the case. You know, the, the who, who stole my pension? You know, Ted, uh, Ted Sedell, my Sedell, he's done the forensics on this, and he says, well, where's the money go? He'll tell you. It goes to Wall Street. Yeah. So just understand that as you're growing up, there's a lot of greedy people. And School I would School teachers, okay. the Federal Reserve Bank, Wall Street, and the union leaders, and the guys who manage these pension funds are ripping everybody off. Yeah. yeah. And, and our school teachers tell us nothing about this. Yeah. That's my poor dad. Be cautious of promises. Yeah. Politicians will make you promises. Wall Street will make you promises. Your banker will make you promises. Be very, very, very careful about saying, oh, he promised me. Oh, I have a guarantee. Promise mm -hmm. me, promise me. Because you're going to find out if there's, if there's one thing I would tell my sons, uh, beware, because uh, promises are broken are all, all the, time. the time. And we've seen it on the news. Like people in France have been rioting. You know, it's, there's already problems arising with the pensions and foreign All over case. the world. Broken all promises. All over the world. And so my question is, when this crisis happens, it's not only going to affect the people who have a 401k, right? It's going to affect all of us. But, but this, this is your generation. God bless you. <laughs> You're the first generation where it's going to be global. Like at my generation, <clears throat> let's say that France had a, a crash. Mm -hmm. It didn't affect America. Your generation, America's going to crash. The whole world goes down with it. Yeah. So we may be the, the last, you know how long the last depression lasted? Probably what, it was 10 years? 25 years. Wow, yeah. Okay. This next depression may be 25 years again. Now it's good and bad news because if you know how to make money when prices are really low, you gotta make a lot of money. Yeah. But you're still hoping for that high paying job and mm -hmm. you'll be driving Ubers. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Uber's gonna go They're gonna drive themselves. <laughs> yeah, they'll be driving you know, themselves. Like, well, that's a good job, you know. But I can deliver, so they don't need you. Yeah. Go to school, get a job. What a stupid idea yeah. that, and invest in the stock market in a 401k. Very bad advice yeah. today. And I know in, like, in people who aren't financially savvy, it's appealing for them to throw their money into a 401k, right? What? But F Financially savvy? <laughs> who aren't, who aren't. Financially <laughs> stupid put yeah. their money. But and I'm not <laughs> saying you shouldn't do it. We're not saying don't do it. Mm -hmm. If you just want to be stupid, put it in a 401k. Mm -hmm. and, and who's the one managing the 401k? I mean, are, are they even like competent enough to be investing? There's two kinds, look, listen to this. The Dallas Police Department, right? They were chasing bank robbers who wear masks. The Dallas Police Department did not see the bank robbers who were wearing suits from Wall Street. 
So the <laughs> bank robbers from Wall Street stole their pension. Yeah. It's all in who stole my pension. Mm -hmm. The fox manages the hen house. Mm -hmm. I mean, your generation's a lot more savvy, but also more stupid if you believe in a 401k. For, of You're course. more worldly. And people are depending on this for it to rely, to secure their future. You know, what if a recession happens? What if what medically if? something happens? Do recessions always happen? Always. Yeah. Always. Do crashes always happen? Yes. Mm -hmm. So just, that's when you make the money. Why was the 401k even created? I mean, how did this all start? It was just an accident. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a long story, mm -hmm. but um, it comes down to people want your money. So uh, Very simply was... Employees got too expensive. Correct. People want your money. And the, the corporations want to hold back that cash and and not give it to you. So I, they I, say, I, look. If I interrupt on oh, that, yeah. a defined benefit, which is in my, my father's generations, they had to pay you a paycheck for life. So my father worked for, let's say, Ford Motor Company. <clears throat> a defined benefit paid him for life. Ford says, that's too expensive. Mm. So, they, this, so they said, well, we... we what Andy knows very well is how it evolved into the 401k was if after you left the company, they washed their hands of you. That's exactly They're right. Done. That's exactly right. But you have no financial education. Mm -hmm. And so even if we spend a little bit of time researching why it was created, we will see it's done for the wrong reasons and it's not truly benefiting us. Yeah, there was never a group of men and women that got together, smart men and women who said, well, let's figure out how to benefit the worker. These people are either hired by corporations mm -hmm. to c trim their budget, or they're hired by Wall Street to increase what they bring in. Uh, the worker was not considered, in my opinion, in this, in this conversation to the degree they should have. And what I covered who sold my pensions when I came back from Vietnam, my poor dad wanted me to go back to school, get my PhD. So I don't think I'll do that. I'm not smart enough anyway. And then he says, well, why don't you get a job with the airlines? And most of my peers flew for, you know, Eastern Airlines, Pan American, TWA. They're all gone. So I had one, one peer who flew for Pan American. He thought he was King Tut. And Pan Am went bankrupt. So he moved to United Airlines. And what happened to the United Airlines pension? Oh, they, they declared bankruptcy and erased them all. And they said... Well, that's not fair. And they said, sorry, it's legal. They went all the way to the Supreme Court and said, no, we can do this. And uh, they gave you a 401k instead. The school teachers are like my poor dad, you know, PhDs. They're not the bright, the good people. Let me be wrong. You know, people, well, how can you criticize your father and school teachers? Well, just look at the math. You guys are the biggest indebted people in history. Mm -hmm. And the school teachers, they're so stupid. They don't even understand where that money is going. It's not going to the school teachers. It's being sucked out. Based, become a school teacher. Yeah. So Robert, can you tell us what the three-legged stool is? Well, Andy and I are very, we laugh about this one a lot. Because when, I, look, I'm, I'm a okay boomer. And I'm <laughs> one of those stupid boomers who wasn't stupid enough to follow my poor dad's advice and become an airline pilot or a school or a PhD, whatever it was. So the three-legged stool, when I was about your age, they said, okay, this is how you retire. Three-legged stool. One is savings. Why would you save money Jeez. when they're printing money? Why would you save money when they're going interest rates to zero? It's really stupid. So the second leg was a defined benefit pension plan. What, you know, that's what my father's pension, the industrial age pension plan. And those are gone. And the third leg of the stool was a defined contribution, a 401k 
or IRA or a SIP. So those are the three-legged stools on your age. They say, just remember the three-legged stool. And my rich dad kept saying, they're lying to you, they're <laughs> lying to you. Your father is an idiot, poor dad's an idiot. You know, he's a PhD, but he's stupid. And I didn't know who to listen to when I was your age, but I said, three-legged stool, savings, defined benefit, defined contribution. All three legs are gone today. So what's the three-legged stool without three legs? Frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, millennials. You've been screwed. Yep, we're all Frisbees. <laughs> you, got, you have a Frisbee. Unbelievable. Yeah. And so what, what's the advice you guys have for us if we have a 401k or if we don't? Again, that's, that's always the same. You yeah. can either study, get financially educated with the cash flow game with all these books and things like this, or you can do what everybody else does, just take financial advice, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's your basic choices today. Expensive choice. Yeah. Why don't you explain your point of view on it? Because you teach the stock market side. We're not against stocks. Mm -hmm. We're against being stupid. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know anyone personally in my circle of friends that became wealthy in ignorance. And the culture is tell me what to do. To, well, there's more than enough people out there that will make you promises and charge you money to tell you what they think you should be doing. Um, I would just say this, always be bigger than your money. Mm -hmm. Don't let greed or fear, those things influence your decisions. Same as Robert said, I don't know that I could say it any better. Learn, read, look at both sides of the coin. Look at us skeptically, look at both sides and learn and make your own yeah. decisions, but don't be a Pavlovian dog that just follows around, listen to every, well, they promised me, they promised me, they promised me, because people break promises. Yeah, yeah. And well, I'm, I'm really grateful that you guys are here with us and that you guys are educating our, our millennial audience because now they have a choice with the, with the information that they've received. If you found out you're a victim to this corruption, protect your future and get these books. The links will be in the description below. And take action before it's too late. So click the subscribe button to survive this crazy world. And hit the notification bell so I can see you in the next video. And don't forget, wash your hands so you don't get that coronavirus. Bye guys. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.